Albert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, broadcasting on the DVC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Hello and welcome to The Waitlist. This is our topic-based episode for the holidays while we take some time off. Uh, you know... I, I would call it well-deserved time off, but that sounds really... <laughs> that sounds Arrogant? Yeah, it does, right? <laughs> I, I think it's well-deserved. So. We did thousands of hours of... Or thousands of minutes of content this year, right? So, yeah, no, I don't think it's... Uh, I think it's well-deserved is right. So for everyone that listens to this, right? So we're going to do... This will be the last episode of the season. Um, right, and then we're taking off the second. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so this will be this will if you're listening to this this came out right after Christmas and then we will be uh the second I, I will just for everyone's knowledge cuz I know the last time I did this some people got mad. I will post a very short message uh as an audio file telling everybody that we're gone until the next week. So don't be fooled that it's an episode. It is not. <laughs> it's the out of office reply like you get on your email. Nothing yes. More. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, exactly. What I think it's better than us just not having an episode show up at all. So well, it's just a short message letting everybody know, and then we'll uh, we'll be back the next week. So, so this yeah. was uh, Damon. Was this your idea? Was it this waitlist topic, or did this come from the group? Of course, I, it I, was. I mean, if you if you look in the group, you'll see that I even congratulated myself on a good idea. <laughs> oh, you did? I didn't <laughs> yes, see that. No, I did. I did not see that. So, do you want to explain your idea? You want to go? I mean, kind of. I mean, I've been watching a lot of sports today, so the World Cup was phenomenal, and now I'm watching the Cowboys game on the other monitor. So, I mean, I'll, I guess I'll kind of try my best. So, now that Universal has two, I think, um, right? Is it two? Is it? It's like Jurassic Park escape rooms. It's Jurassic Park, and I, I forget what the other one is. Yeah, but um, I thought it would be a good idea to kind of talk about what you would enjoy seeing in an escape room for Disney. Cause I, I really think that it's a good idea. You yeah. know, is the void even back yet? No, I mean, they went out of business. They, like, yeah. So up, yeah, that's yeah. that. I think it would be great to get escape rooms maybe. Yeah. No, I, I like the idea. I love escape rooms. I think, yeah, I think we've, yeah. So the uh, two that they have are, let's see. Um, this one looks like Back to the Future, and then one. Oh, Back to the Future, which is like the best movie ever. It's again, yeah. it's probably the only movie that when it's on, I always watch it, even though it's not my favorite movie of all time. It is probably the only movie that if it's on, I'm watching the first one or any of them. Any of them. I mean, it, I think we could all agree it goes in order of best to worst, though, right? It's like first is the best, second is the second best, and the third is the. Least oh, best. I mean, the problem is, is that the third one ages better than the second one. That's fair. True. Yeah. Because right? the yeah. second one, you're doing a lot of future stuff, right? That's like, yeah. Which is yeah, not so, accurate. So at that, all. yeah, not yeah. accurate at all. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I mean, I obviously the first one is the best, and then I, I think that it probably goes third. The third one is not bad. Like the no, third it's one's not pretty good. No, it's not. Um, I like the it, third one. But I mean, the second one is really, really good because of the almanac and, and stuff like that. So. Yeah, I haven't seen. Uh, I have not seen the new Jurassic World though. I will say, I, I even though I'm a huge fan of the Jurassic Park movies, I didn't like the last Jurassic World. And then when I saw what this one was all about, I was like, mm. <laughs> I haven't seen it either. But I don't watch movies anymore. I'm pretty much series only at this point, so I don't expect to see too many movies unless it's something that's forced on me. At this point, they need to start selling you movies that come in like 
two or three chunks and then you'll watch it. Well, I mean, the, the thing is now that, <laughs> right, so you kind of take out a little bit of the um, special effects because they're not expensive enough anymore that that becomes a relevant thing. And that used to be kind of why I lean towards movies over TV shows, right? Because I love The Next Generation, probably one of my favorite TV shows. But again, the special effects never really competed at the same level as the newer movies, right? But now that movies and series, some of them even have bigger budgets for the series than they do for movies, I just lend myself towards watching series because they're they're longer. I'll tell you, I was watching, if you're an Indiana Jones fan, that, what is that, Blood and Shadows or whatever on Paramount Plus is pretty darn good. I haven't heard of that. I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's pretty darn good. So. Okay. So how many escape rooms are we going to design within this escape room? Because, you know, most. I mean, I'm only doing have, one. Because I, I, I got mean, a couple in mind. I mean, I got a I would, I would like if there was multiple ones there. And, and again, my knock on escape rooms has always kind of been like once they're done, they're done. But I just think the traffic that goes through Disney is just so much that I don't think that they would necessarily be a problem. I think you just have to lend yourself to making sure that, you know, if you want to be that person that you're not looking at all of the um you know the the, the ways to solve it cuz you know that will be Possible out there the first solutions. day yeah the solutions and all that stuff yeah so so the first thing i would like to propose is that i i think this is how we bring back disney quest is the first place to start from whatever like we're all talking about individual escape rooms i think you know if disney was going to do escape rooms this should be the new disney quest like just escape rooms or are you saying just the foundation for new disney quest I, I, well, I'm saying it should be just escape rooms for now. Like I, what, the way I think that, that it's, you know, if, if Disney was going to do escape rooms, there should be a large space where they can have, you know, like, you know, three, four or five escape rooms running, but then have it sectioned off so that, you know, while one is running, they can build a new one. And then, you know, it kind of deals with the, um, you know, what you were talking about, you know, once, once escape rooms get out, you know, av- like you have to keep refreshing them, right? So it gives them a space where they can keep. Well, well that's what I rotating. wonder. With so many people coming through Disney, I, I don't necessarily know. Like, I, it will be interesting to see how Universal tackles that. But with so many people coming through, I don't know what that refresh rate really has to be. Well, I mean, even my local escape room. I mean they they swap out rooms all the time. Like but I think one- you're talking at a little bit of a different level, right? Oh, no, 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 for sure. It's, yeah. it's probably a lot more technically complicated. You know, the ones locally are, are you know, they do new themes all the time and they change up the room and all that. But these are much more immersive and much more work goes into them. So it's probably a lot harder for them to change them. You know? Yeah, I mean, I would like to do the universal ones and, and it would be something that would kind of be on our list because of where it's located to, right? So you don't actually have to go to universal to do it. And since our next trip is going to be a non-park trip, might be something that we take a look at, but the only problem is the prices. It's, it's pricey. It's pricey, mm-hmm. but I think it has to be. All right. So, do you want to design your room? Do you want to do do your theme right now, or do you? Want to I start? mean, sure. I mean, for for me, I've kind of attached myself to this whole chibi verse that they're doing with the Disney cartoons, right? So, we have this now this universe where all the different cartoons can interact, right? And so that exists already in shorts which is kind of cool because I think it lends itself to some sort of conglomerate gravity falls slash um, amphibia slash uh, let's see what else we could go with, right? Like DuckTales, I would say, I think all of them kind of 
merge together. I, I would like something like that, or I'd like something with an, an 80s cartoon theme. So e- either one would work, but I- I'm going to go cartoon here. I'm going to go, obviously, some sort of solving a heist. I mean, if we bring in DuckTales, I think the nice part about that is you kind of have this whole built-in sort of, you know, defend Scrooge McDuck's money bin sort of thing built in, but maybe with a little bit of a paranormal twist that allows us to bring in Amphibia as well as Gravity Falls. I think, you know, Gravity Falls and Amphibia already have that crossover episode, which is kind of neat. So I think that they're already, you know, kind of matched up together a little bit. So I would go full heist, like I said, and protecting. And I think what the nice thing about it could be is that you could select to either protect the money bin or become, you know, part of the Beagle Boy gang and try to get into the money bin. I think that would be a nice way to kind of allow them to do something a little bit different each time, but, you know, use a lot of the same things over, right? From kind of a money saving standpoint. Plus, it would be, you know, a little bit more of a, revisit it value that you have within this. So I think if we go cartoon theme, we do a lot of a lot of like kind of screen work, right? So we're going to do a lot of things where you're getting messages from each of the characters and things like that. I think that would be part of what we're doing here. And again, at the end of the day, it's either stopping them or breaking in with a code. I mean, that, that's kind of what I had envisioned, at least for, for my sort of uh, escape room. Okay. All right. Yeah, I like it. Um, one I think DuckTales that, is a good way to go. Sorry, sorry, Trevor. Go ahead. Uh, so I, when when you're talking about you know either breaking into or helping the Beagle Boys, could that possibly be like two two groups running against one another at the same time, like not in Ooh, the same room, but nest, like that would be kind of interesting, actually. Like a like, little bit of a not like you're you racing, know, I'm sure, right? I'm like, sure other places do something like that, but it would be kind of a neat little take, right? to yeah. have like to be able to compete especially if you have a larger group or yeah, even so, there, so like if, you said different groups it would be a way to push people through a lot too yeah and, and then that way you know if, if if one side solves something faster maybe to like it, it cuts somebody off from something in the other room or mm. like right so, like like whoever wins wins but you have to like well yeah. and, and i and i think if you're doing some sort of what, what i think would be kind of cool and I know this would, would be a fair amount of money to accomplish such a thing. But I feel like if you were able to solve it, like, and again, I'm sure this is going to be a cost thing, but like you can get a picture with one of the characters after. Like they're always hanging around, but you can only get a picture with them if you solve it. <laughs> that's, that's some real good incentive. Without <laughs> hints. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, let, let, yeah, let's go that route, right? So if you if you go past X number of hints, I mean, you'd have to have this person on standby, which is kind of tough, right? Yeah, like, tough, yeah. right? Or, or maybe like mm-hmm. you have to give them ten minutes after you solve it to uh, before you can get your picture with them. But I think that would be kind of cool. All right, yeah. all right. I, you know, to your point, uh, Trevor, I actually did one here where they took our group and split us into two, and we started in separate rooms, and we had to help each other to get to the same room. So like we had clues that was in our, that were in our room that we had to communicate to the other room for them to get out of their room and they had to get give us clues to get out for us to get out of our it was it was very co- collaborative between the two rooms and we needed each other just to move into the same room together. It was actually pretty cool but it's kind of similar to what you're talking about. Yeah, th- this would be the opposite where you're you know, not collaborating you're actually like working to like 
like it wouldn't be like sabotage, right? Yeah, sabotage the other one, but you know, it wouldn't be that you would like cut them off completely so they couldn't finish, but like it would it would either make things harder or you know they would have to change what they're doing because you you took away some or you know one side took away something from the other, right? Like yeah, yeah, that makes sense. All right, Trevor, you want to do yours? Sure. Um, so I had. I had two different escape room ideas. Um, so the first one, I was actually thinking um, Princess and the Frog. And oh, okay. specifically, uh, Dr. Facilier's. Like, like the, so the whole idea would be, you know, you're, you're trapped um, in, in, his, in a room, you know, themed to him. And like you're, the, the whole idea is you're trying to escape before he, you know takes your soul or whatever right like you know you know so you know something kind of loosely following the 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 film but um you know the whole idea would be you know you know since it's that you know very voodoo-esque kind of thing you know a lot of the puzzles would be um you know you know you know very paranormal you know kind of like like not scary or not not to the point where it's like like or I about as ha- scary as haunted mansion, maybe right? Okay. Like, like you know, like fun, scary, funny, scary. Yeah, and you you know, like like things would like as you solve puzzles, you know, you know, certain things would go off that you know, kind of, um, like oh, I, I've actually seen escape rooms do this where it's like you you do something and then it uh, you know it pops a magnetic lock and then you get access to another smaller room where you do oh, something yeah. else. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. Something like that, I, I think would be cool. Again, you know, keeping it Disney themed and, and, you know, very, very much, you know, in something that, you know, the whole family would engage in. It's not like, you know, it wouldn't be so like scary that the kids would not want to get involved, but, um, you know, it would still be like, I, I think that would be interesting. Um, so, so that would be my first escape room thought. The second one I would do would actually be 20,000 leagues under the sea. Ooh, okay. And that that is, you know, you're you're on the Nautilus. You have, you know, all the the dials and knobs and everything and it's, you know, trying to, you know, save the Nautilus from, you know, the the giant squid or something like that, right? Like it's um I think that would be a really cool thing and it would be very um and I know I know we don't or I know not everyone's, you know, interested or you know, hands-on is hard, but you know, escape rooms inherently are hands-on. And so I'm, my thinking is, you know, fine, go all the way with it. You know, you know, people have to be, you know, like, like turning cranks and, you know, you know, doing stuff. And, and I think, you know, if, with Disney Imagineering, it would be cool if, you know, at, at certain points, like, you know, you could see like the eye of the squid through the window and stuff as you like progress through the escape room. Right. Yeah. And yeah, yeah that, that would be, I, I think those two would be very cool disney escape rooms to uh to attempt it and yeah you know bring you know bring back that you know that throwback to twenty thousand leagues under the sea i think that would um that would have some lasting power to it right like it would yeah. uh you know we were kind of talking earlier about you know you know how quickly do you recycle the room i think that would be something that you know people would want to come and see and, and again you know you know the whole thing would be to design it in such a way that you know not necessarily that you know you know it's still the same puzzle elements but you know maybe make it so that you can change around the order that things go in or change um puzzle solutions so that you know people don't just you know get into the habit of or you know what or what you see happen with escape rooms where you know people solve it and then you know put the solution online and 
yeah. you know, people are speed running it, right? Like I, I, I feel like it would have to be designed in such a way that, you know, not that they can redo the entire room, but that they can switch things out as time goes on so that, you know, new people coming in get at least a, a different experience. Like they, they still know what it is, but, you know, the, the puzzle solutions are not the same every time. Yeah, you make it so that it's like easy to change them up or something, you know. Yeah. Which I guess you could easily do with like technology, right? Like if you if you do things that are more like touchscreen based as opposed to like actual physical locks and stuff like that, you could easily change the puzzles, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, even I mean, even changing like lock combinations and changing the the puzzles that give you the solution is it's not hard to do. It's just you you have to have a structure in place to do that, so you don't like you know somebody changes the lock and the puzzle doesn't line up with it. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 No, no, that makes sense. I, I like it. I like those ideas. I'm going in a, I'm going in a very different direction. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I, there is a, there is one by me that has a, that has several rooms that are horror based. Right. So I am going to go with the fairly newly acquired franchise of alien. I want to make an alien. So I want to make um, alien. They had that already. And yes, closed it. Yeah, no, that was a that was a ride. This is an escape room where you actually have to escape the alien that breaks out. Right. That's so worse. I know. I mean, it's better, but worse. Or yeah, 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 you're right. It's it's better, but no, bad. never happening, man. Yeah. No, it's never. I, well, listen, I, I'm not saying it's yeah. going to. I just think it's a cool idea. Right, like you're on the Nostromo, you're trying to to get to get away from, you know, you could start off in one of those rooms with all the eggs and stuff uh, in there, and you know, I mean, I think just like being on like a ship like that, like a spaceship, you know, lends itself to to uh, an escape room, right? Because like there's all sorts of things you can do with like, you know, buttons and combinations and rooms, and uh, because you know you're trying to escape through different parts of the ship, you're trying to get away from, uh, you know uh from the alien and uh, I, i'm blanking on why uh on uh what the aliens called in aliens right now it's i don't know morph. why thank you yep. thank you it's blanking completely um yep. but okay. i could remember nostromo but i couldn't remember xenomorph uh that's impressive <laughs> I, anyway but i mean i feel like you could use a lot of the same effects right you know you could have times where you know the room goes dark and you know you, you hear the the sounds of the of the xenomorph going around the room Clicking, or yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, how creepy would that be? Cool. Right. Then you'd really have a reason to try to solve everything within the time period. Right. <laughs> be straight up terrified to get out mm-hmm. there. Um, but yeah, no, I just think there's some cool things you could do with that. And, you know, you could eventually even have it like go to like, you know, you end in like the cockpit of the, the Nostromo and like, you know, you could do like a kind of thing that they, yeah, yeah, kind of escape yeah. pod kind of thing. Mm-hmm. David, were you going to say something? <laughs> no, no, no. I was just thinking, I mean, these all sound great, but really, at the end of the day, if Disney was doing this, we would definitely be getting a Pirates one. Oh, yeah. Pirates would be great, too. Mm, yeah. yeah. I don't even think it would be a question. Like, that's, that, that's the other question. So, okay, these sound like great ideas, but, I mean, besides Trevor's 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, I don't know if any of them would actually get done. But what would actually get done? I think a Pirates one would get done. I think well, you could do an Aladdin one. Aladdin. for the kids I, well my second one my second idea was an indiana jones one they I mean, might that do indiana good, jones. but i feel like you'd have yeah. to have something for the kids too but i do like indiana jones yeah like you could you could do like where he has to escape the uh and uh, gosh i can't, I can't remember names of things but in the, the first movie when he's in the in like the tomb with the uh all the snakes and stuff 
Like you have to escape that room, oh. right? There you go. <laughs> what? Yeah, I, I'm blanking on it too. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, but I think Indiana Jones would be a good one. I, I feel like Indiana Jones lends itself to that. I mean, you could even do like a national uh, national treasure kind of kind of theme too. I mean, that's an, <laughs> that's an entire movie in an escape room. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what I'm yeah, yeah, but I mean, all these are right. Go, yeah. go ahead, David. <laughs> Isn't there a series about that now? There is. Yeah, I have, yeah. I have not watched it. Um, but and I have too much to watch already. Is the problem. Well, good I thing we National have some time Treasure, off though. coming. I, yeah. I do, but then you got like all the Christmas stuff you have to watch pre-Christmas too, so it makes it hard. <laughs> actually, just I watched Home Alone last night. Actually, there, there's another one you could do. You do Home Alone Escape Room. <laughs> now that Disney owns that too. <laughs> no, I think I think you'd have to do some kids ones though. That would be a little bit easier. And again, I think Aladdin would fit that pretty well. I think that yeah. would be kind of cool. See, I'm seeing um, this as like a Disney Springs adult nightlife thing as opposed to like a kid's one. The problem I with Disney is, is that it has they, to do they, both. Is the yeah, problem. they they never create that separation that we wish they would, well, right? Like, more. it would be great if there was, but no, kids would want to go and then they'd be like, well, we have to have something because kids want to do it. You know, it just turns into that. I do. I mean, I do feel like they've tried a couple times, right? With the, the aforementioned. Island. Yeah, well, the yeah, Pleasure Island and then you also have the the uh you know alien encounter right they tried both of those things and both of those things i mean i don't think alien encounter failed right like it just was no it didn't fail that's because they got sick of dealing with all the people that would bring their young kids on it yeah because people just ignore those warnings right like even even if you go to like it's tough to be a bug now they warn you like five times that it could be scary for kids and every time you there's some sort of kid bawling crying at the end of it absolutely yeah Mm -hmm. every time so people just ignore those things so yeah, I, Alien the, Encounter was a little different, though, because that was like, yeah, to be fair, that that was a little bit more of a blind side than Tough to be a Bug. Um, well, because Tough to like, be a Bug, right, it was more end. of a blind side. It's called Alien Encounters. <laughs> yeah, but but it's right in the middle of Tomorrowland. Yeah. Yeah, but like, it didn't have like cartoon bugs. I mean, it was. But but, you know, bugs, you kind of like, you know, ki- kids associate. OK, bugs, you know, creepy, crawly spiders, you know, they, they kind of know in their head they don't like that stuff. Alien encounter. They like when it's aliens like, that have their well, teeth but, with saliva biting you in half. Like, but but it, when it's right next to like Buzz Lightyear <laughs> and you know Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, like, come on. Like, what would happen <laughs> if there was an adult park? Just an adults only park? Yeah. So we had Pleasure Island. <laughs> you think? Yeah, but it had no rides. Yeah. Uh, still, shout out to the Adventures Club. That place was awesome. I love. Yeah. That. Yeah. I miss that. I mean. I don't know. I, I, I know what you're saying, though, Damon. Like, I, I, that I, I they feel would... like that's why people go to Universal so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're, they're yeah, they know from... what they're getting. <laughs> the more adult experience as opposed to not being catered to kids. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I can't what, imagine what kid, that Jurassic kids... World one is, is, yeah. is catered to Or what to kids, kids care right? about Back to the Future. Well, yeah, most kids don't even probably have never seen Back to the Future, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's but like, yeah, I mean, I don't know how scary the Jurassic World one is, but I mean, I, I I'm pretty sure from I think when I pulled it up, and you're dealing with an escaped dinosaur, I'm sure it's going to be a little bit scary for a kid. I hope so. <laughs> the, the prices, you know what though? I'm not shocked by the price of these, by the way, at all. That's no. the scariest part of this whole thing. <laughs> <It's> the price, <laughs> but I'm not surprised by it. That's I mean, I mean it's I'm tough. Yeah. Well, it's fifty bucks, right? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that's what it was. It was something- so I'm talking about two fifty plus tax to get in the door. Yeah, it's a lot, man. Yeah. And what, yeah. what's the what do they have as the length? It's probably what. Um, An hour, it's, I would okay, assume. so it's 
it's starting from $50. So $50 is the base. It might be more expensive than that. Um, How do you have a base in an escape room? Uh, they probably do like a, you know, demand-based pricing. They probably have it. It's oh, probably like more okay. expensive right now. Um, let's see. Do, do, do. It doesn't say how long it is. Hmm. Children under three do not count. So it doesn't say you can't have kids in there, but. <laughs> Let, let's assume an hour. Like yeah, I, usually feel, an hour. Yeah, that's, you, that's, usually yeah. escape rooms don't go longer than an hour. Cause, yeah. 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 It's hard to keep people's attention longer than that. No, I would agree with that. It is kind of interesting that they decided to go with Back to the Future as because it's such like an old franchise at this point. And it's like they haven't done anything recently with it, so it's it's interesting that that's what they went with. But I mean, I, I'm not against it. I, I'm happy with. It. I like. I, I am too, and it lends itself to an escape room. But I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, because it's, it's called like, yeah. Universal knows how to hit the nostalgia button, and that's really what sure. a lot of their stuff is right now. Is because those are the people that are paying the money when you're talking exactly. about this, right? Yeah. Yeah, they, they they know that. Yeah, the, the, this is the current demographic that will pay money for this, so you, you cater to that. Yeah, I, I I just it's interesting to me that they decided to even do this because we we kind of talked about this. Like the, these are eight people at a time for one hour at a time, right? So you, the, the maximum amount of people you can get in one of these per day is is really small, right? Like it's compared to the total so, attendance. But so is, is there the multiple? Void. Yeah, is there multiple rooms running though? I guess, like, do Possibly. they have copies of the same room? Because that would increase throughput. But even and even, I, even that, like, so eight people maximum per room. Let's say they run it for, I don't know, 12 hours a day. That's not that many people going through, even with two rooms, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, Void wasn't either, though. No, you're right. The Void was not yep. either. You're, you're completely right about that. But that's why these things are so expensive, right? Because, because they're so low on mm-hmm. you know how many people they can have in them you know they got to make their money somehow obviously so uh yeah I, I i don't know i just think it's interesting that it's oh actually this one is the jurassic park one is a maximum of six guests so you can only have six people at a time in these so and damon what do you have you have five in your group i guess yeah. right yeah so it's interesting um but yeah, no, I mean, I think there's a lot of things that lend itself to escape room. A lot of themes that we could go with. I like the Gravity Falls idea, though, too. I, I think that would be cool. I, think uh, I, I like that one. I mean, the mashup thing, I think, is is really cool. Like the, like the cross, cross yeah. world stuff. Um, yeah, and kind of like to what Dame was saying is, you know, I, I was kind of thinking like, like the Princess and the Frog one. Um, yeah, you, you know, keeping it. The hard part with Disney is that you you have to, you know, what they're targeting is family audiences. So, you know, you don't want to put something in that is like, you know, I know 20,000 20, Leagues Under the Sea is kind of borderline and it's kind of the same thing where, you know, it's 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 hitting a specific demographic. It's not for everybody. But I think that one's, you know, you know kids could still get on board with it. Like, you know, I didn't yeah. when I was a kid, I didn't really know what 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea was until I went on the submarine ride. Uh, in Disneyland, and then I was like, "Okay, this is cool, right?" So, I mean, may- maybe that's part of it too. Is you know, maybe these are a way to introduce people to a franchise that pe- that you know people are uh, di- are not necessarily thinking about. Maybe that's why they picked Back to the Future at Universal. Is you yeah, know, the, it's a way to kind of get people in the door again the door, on yeah. on that you know particular franchise. And let's be honest, so, there's only a matter of time before they reboot that thing. Only a matter of time. Even though they shouldn't do it, they're they're just waiting. They're gonna do it, right? I mean, you just know they're gonna have to reboot it. So, so knowing that, 
maybe I'll throw one more escape room idea out there, and that would be Atlantis. Oh wow! Just for something, you know, you know, let's get people back into Atlantis because Atlantis was I liked Atlantis. It was a good movie. It was uh, I enjoyed it, and again, you know, it could could be kind of cool as an escape room because there's yeah. all that like mystical yeah power stuff going on, right? Like touch yeah, the blue no- crystal and things light up. So yeah, yeah, no, that's that's a good point. I mean, like, I I feel like if they win a kid's way, they'd have to go Ducktales. Like, Ducktales just feels like it lends itself so well to an escape room. Mm-hmm. You know, I, like I'm still on with. I I think I you know you know Damon's idea of you know two rooms fighting against one another. I think if if they could pull something like that off, and it would be really cool. Like. And yeah, you know, the, the whole DuckTales thing does lend itself to it. You don't pick the, either the good side or the bad side, right? What if they did a combination of The Void and an escape room? No. <laughs> <laughs> Virtual they, escape room. Well, I, I mean, if you need that, yeah. There, there are VR escape rooms already. Yeah, yeah I think that yeah. the immersion, though, is going to be a little bit tactile for an escape room, I feel. Yeah. No, yeah, that's just true. That's true. There was some tactile stuff in the void. Yeah, you had to push some buttons and stuff. Yeah, the yeah. void did pretty good with that. Yeah, fair. I thought the void was good. I mean, what PlayStation VR two comes out in like a month, right? So I mean, we're already at void level. Well, we're past Avatar level, right? So mm-hmm. we'll be at That's void level at that point. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I guess. All right. Well, I, I think that's that's it. Uh, do you guys want to talk about anything else, or should we uh, end this thing for the for the year? That's it. End it for I'm the good. year. All right. Well, thanks everybody again for listening. Hope everybody had a, uh, a, a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holiday, to, regardless of what you celebrate. Um, and, you know, we hope you have a Happy New Year. We'll talk to you guys all again on the 9th. And uh, this has been The Waitlist. This is Skipper Albert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. How she can cuddle is not.